Hi everyone, welcome to Living Life. Our meditation for today is November 29, and we're looking at To No One's Regret. We're going to be looking at the life of King Jehoram, who unfortunately did not have a very honorable life. He met his demise in a very dishonorable way. And that's something very important for us as leaders to keep in mind. That if we honor God, we will receive honor. And if we dishonor God, we will receive dishonor. So this story is a very sobering story. It's a very difficult story to read. But I think we can learn a lot from it. And this king, Jehoram, was not really thinking about his legacy. He was not thinking about the future, about how his descendants would remember him. He was thinking about the here and the now and pleasure and living for today. He wasn't concerned about tomorrow or for that matter, for eternity. So just to remind you again, it's a very sobering story. So I hope you're ready. So let's get into it and let's look at the passage. Second Chronicles chapter 21 verses 11 through 20. He had also built high places on the hills of Judah and had caused the people of Jerusalem to prostitute themselves and had led Judah astray. Jehoram received a letter from Elijah the prophet, which said, This is what the Lord, the God of your father David, says. You have not followed the ways of your father Jehoshaphat, or of Asa, king of Judah, but you have followed the ways of the kings of Israel, and you have led Judah and the people of Jerusalem to prostitute themselves, just as the house of Ahab did. You have also murdered your own brothers, members of your own family, men who are better than you. So now the Lord is about to strike your people, your sons, your wives, and everything that is yours with a heavy blow. You yourself will be very ill with a lingering disease of the bowels until the disease causes your bowels to come out. The Lord aroused against Jehoram the hostility of the Philistines and of the Arabs who lived near the Cushites. They attacked Judah, invaded it, and carried off all the goods found in the king's palace, together with his sons and wives. Not a son was left to him except Ahaziah, the youngest. After all this, the Lord afflicted Jehoram with an incurable disease of the bowels. In the course of time, at the end of the second year, his bowels came out because of the disease, and he died in great pain. His people made no funeral fire in his honor, as they had for his predecessors. Jehoram was 32 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem eight years. He passed away to no one's regret, and was buried in the city of David, but not in the tombs of the kings. You know, the Bible is full of examples of great leaders that we should imitate, like Jesus Christ, uh, Moses, King David for the most part. But in today's meditation, 
we're looking at this King Jehoram, whose example we probably should not follow. And one of the first big mistakes that he did in his kingship is, well, he didn't realize that he was an influencer. And if there's one thing that we have learned about leadership is that leadership is influence. We as leaders, uh, God has appointed us, set us, anointed us to influence people. And we influence people not just with our words, but with our actions. And unfortunately, King Jehoram, the first thing that he did that was wrong is that he influenced the people of God to do evil things. And the Bible says in the scripture that we just finished reading together that he set up altars to different gods, different idols in high places. So he did not influence the people of God the way he should. And I know that many of us as Christians, as followers of Christ, as leaders in different capacities, pastors, uh, associate ministers, missionaries, uh, lay people, Sometimes we think that the way we influence people is by our words. But the people are not only listening to us. People are watching our example. They're watching our attitudes. They're watching our character. So we have to keep that in mind. That as leaders, we are influencing others. We're influencing God's flock, not only by our words, but by our actions and by our conduct. And uh, in our story today, uh, King Jehoram uh, received a letter from Elijah. And uh, this letter that he received from the prophet Elijah was God's word. You know, through Elijah, God spoke to King Jehoram and he um, exhorted him uh, regarding his bad behavior. And I want you guys just to keep this in mind that the Bible, the Word of God, is God's letter to us. If we don't want to be chastised by God, if we don't want to be disciplined by God, if we don't want negative things to befall us, just keep in mind that His Word is a letter to us to keep us out of trouble. So Elijah sent this letter of exhortation to Jehoram, and unfortunately, Jehoram uh, went really far beyond what he should have gone. And in the letter, Elijah basically pronounced uh, God's judgment on him. Um, and one of the things that Elijah mentioned in the letter is that, uh, you know, number one, that Jehoram would have this disease or this sickness would overcome him regarding his bowels or his intestines, his, his gut. And then the second thing is that God allowed for the Philistines to arise to be uh, chastisers uh, to this man and to the people of God. And that's exactly what happened. The Philistines uh, were raised up uh, by God or allowed by God. They not only attacked him, they not only entered the city, but basically they killed him. His entire family they killed his wife and they killed his kids and this was judgment this was consequences to his own sin and the only one that survived was one of Jehoram's uh, sons uh, Ahazai who would eventually become a king so it was a very uh, sad thing that happened to this man 
And eventually it wasn't the sword of the Philistines that killed him. Uh, it wasn't uh, the Edomites or anybody else that killed him. Eventually uh, Jehoram succumbed to this sickness that he had uh, in his stomach and he died. And then here's the sad part. At the end of his life, and he was king for about eight years, and I'm sure the people in the kingdom wanted to have fun with him and party with him and do all kinds of decadence with him and worship the idols with him. But when he died, this very sobering words that we find in the scripture today, to no one's regret, to no one's regret, uh, they buried him. And the scripture actually tells us that they didn't even bury this king in the tomb of kings. They buried him in a place of no reputation. So this man died in dishonor and the people did not even remember him. So he lived his life in such a way where he dishonored God and because he dishonored God at the end of his life, he received no honor. He lived his life not thinking about his legacy and what he wanted to leave his descendants and the people of God. He was a man that only thought about the here and now and his own pleasure. So sobering things for us to consider as believers and as leaders that we need to honor God in all things in our lives, with our words, with our thoughts, with our actions. People are watching us, people are observing us, and we need to influence others to live a righteous life and to honor God with their lifestyle, with their words, with their actions, and with their deeds. As we uh, pray together in just a couple of moments, I just want you to consider this question. How do you react when God speaks to you through His Word, when He exhorts you, when He uh, encourages you to set your life straight? In our story today, uh, King Jehoram, he could have repented. You know, when the prophet Nathan came to King David and confronted David about his sin, his adultery with uh, Bathsheba, uh, his murder of uh, her husband, uh, King David repented. He got on his knees and he repented before the Lord, you know. And Jehoram could have done the same thing when he received that letter from Elijah. He could have repented. He could have changed his ways. So that's the question. When God holds us accountable through his word and he challenges us regarding our, our sin or things that we are doing that's not right, how do we respond to God? Do we repent? Do we take responsibility? Are we open to change? Or do we resist and continue living the way we do? So let's pray. Uh, Lord God, I just pray for soft hearts, for open hearts. I just pray for open ears, Lord God, that when you speak to us through your word, through a friend, through our spouse, through our pastor, through our leaders, Lord God, that we would be open to receive your exhortation, Father God, and it is our desire to leave a good legacy, to honor you, Lord God. Forgive us if we've dishonored you, Father God. And we want to walk in, a, in such a way where people honor us because of you. So just bless the hearers, the viewers today. And thank you for these precious moments in your word. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
for a single soul. Lechia Vardo and stepping in prosa. Sigi.